Many Windows, Conversations on Ministry. I'm your podcast host, Julie Taylor, coming to you from Meadville Lombard Theological School in Chicago. Today's guest is Chaplain Lynn Berez, a Unitarian Universalist community minister with expertise in ministerial websites. And we're not talking about congregation or organizational websites, but websites for ministers. This may not be the first thing that crosses your mind, but it is an increasingly important tool for ministry. I had some questions, and Lynn had some answers. Well, I am excited to be here today talking with my very good friend and colleague, Chaplain Lynn Berez. We have known each other for a number of years, and I'm really excited to have you here. And we are going to be talking today about what ministers need to know and think about connected to websites and their web presence in terms of websites. So, Lynn, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Welcome. Thanks, Julie. I appreciate it. So, um, yeah, so Julie and I have known each other for a number of years. Um, I've been involved with the military ministers as a chaplain for the Civil Air Patrol, which is a whole nother conversation, Julie. And um, so let's, uh, but let me tell you a little bit of how I got involved. Um, the Unitarian Universalist Association um, asked me, actually, Sarah Lambert asked me if I could help out to help ministers create um, their web presence. And so through that, about six, seven years ago, we started a project of creating a minister's template, so to speak, so that ministers had a space and a place to start a web presence. Websites are really, really super important for ministers. And so I got kind of passionate around that. And I've been doing that for a number of years. So amongst all of the things that I do for the Civil Air Patrol at the national level, on the IT side, um, my personal work, um, the things that I do for the UUA and have done for the UUA, you know, it's all tied up into technology. And, and uh, really, you you have like a, a tech ministry in lots of ways. That that's some of how uh, uh, some of how you've been able to to support care for uh you know let me mention too as a meadville alum too right this is just this is part of part of the growth of your ministry is in tech there's so many interesting ways to be able to serve and care uh for for folks and you really do an amazing job of supporting collegially supporting colleagues uh with this ministry of yours so so i want to ask you you know just in general uh like you said it's really important for ministers to have websites uh, can you talk a little bit about that? What are for for folks that are just starting out and wondering, well, why do I need a website? What would I possibly use it for? Can you give us a little bit of background on that? Well, so just imagine, okay, so I graduated in 2006 or 2007 from Meadville. It's always a blur. I can never remember because I did one year of uh, residency as a clinical pastoral education <laughs> resident. And uh, so, so that always kind of, re- kind of goofs me up, but um when I did complete my, you know, residency and graduated and got the MFC stamp of approval, I went out to search for a congregation. Everything was, you know, a book, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did all the pages, you put them all together, you put them in the mail and you sent them out. Right. Like an actual, actual physical, gigantic, heavy packet of printed out put it all together, bind it. And there you go. Right. Right. So obviously we've, you know, we've, we've 
our, our lives have become so much more on the internet. And it started to become very obvious that the best way for ministers to have a presence for the congregations that they were going in and searching in, that it would be to do it on the web, you know, to have some sort of a web presence. Sure. So, so um, uh, Sarah Lammer, who is uh, in charge of minister, ministers at the UUA, I don't remember her exact title, um, but she contacted me because she knew I was interested. I, I'm, I have an interest in technology. And she said, maybe you could help us figure this out. So we got together a small group of people who had been trying to put together their websites and talk to them about some different ideas and talk to Keith Cron's office and transitions and we'll talk to the people in IT and try to figure out how can we make this so much easier for people to have a website instead of having to send these books in the mail and spend, you know, maybe even, you know, hundreds of dollars sending them out FedEx so they'd get there overnight. You could just easily click on a page and open it up and there you are. So we looked at what the transitions office was recommending for content and over the years we've realized that content and a lot of words and anybody who goes to a website these days knows a lot of words doesn't you know tell a story right what people want to see they want to see you doing what you do they Mm want to see you just Mm -hmm. like the mfc you can't just phone in an MFC appointment. You can't just hand them a bunch of papers, which you do anyway. You still have to go and you have to be present. You have to have your ministerial presence to the MFC. You have to have ministerial presence to the congregations. Right. So, and the MFC for folks that aren't you, you that are listening to this is the ministerial for uh, the ministerial fellowship committee, which is a U, the UUA uh, part of our credentialing process. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, the, where's the embodiment? Where's the experience of this minister, which is something that uh, a website can offer? So, what are the kind? So, having a, a website then certainly for for uh, for ministers for clergy who are considering. Uh, congregational ministry, I can I can imagine that, but also uh, like I'm a community minister. I'm not I I don't work within a within a congregational setting, right? You are as well, and and for those of us us as well, having a, a web presence. What are some of the reasons that that would be important? So it you know it just gets your it gets you out there. You know um, you want things that are are like you know videos of yourself. Um, um, if you're looking at congregational ministry, videos of yourself um, presenting a sermon, and don't just be stiff and be a board and just be behind the pulpit, but mm-hmm. you know you can you can you can have a, a sermon that you give that you intermix with it some you know some other um, things. I mean it it it's it's about it's about um your presence and mm-hmm. how how do they feel you so even not necessarily the whole sermon maybe not mm. even the whole 20 minutes but maybe maybe just the highlights of it mm. or or maybe you intermix some slides into it you know you can record yourself on um zoom yeah uh, you can record yourself on your computer yep. you know you, you you can you can have somebody record you if you're not sure how to 
you know, chop up that video and add some things in between. I mean, there's simple programs out there. Apple has some simple programs like clips and things like that. Um, There's just a lot of different technology out there that will make it possible for you to come alive. And then as well as pictures, if you're doing community ministry, pictures of you out there in the community, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got to be your own you know, basically you've got to be your own publicity manager, or you've got to get somebody to help you to be your publicity manager, right? Because that's what you're trying to do is you're, you're trying to become a public presence so that people will say, I want this person to come and be part of my congregation. And the internet obviously is the place that you become a public presence. So don't be afraid to be a public presence. You know, I mean, everybody should have a Facebook page that's a public Facebook page Mm. for themselves, not just their personal stuff. You know, you don't want to be having people find you on Facebook and go, oh my gosh, this person, you know, had too much to drink last night or, <laughs> right, right. you know, went out and part. You want a public presence. You right. want to have, you know, maybe a Twitter account or an Instagram account that's going to show your public presence. Right. And you want to make sure people don't find you on the internet in an embarrassing way. And right. even like that, uh, if there are things out there, you know, Google's even doing stuff now where you can even petition to have things that are not very uh, nice, you know, whatever, to get them to take those things off if they're old. So Interesting. If, you have some things out, if you have some things out there, Google, you can submit some things to Google and Google will basically expunge it from the internet. Services. Interesting. So I can imagine then some of the content that you would want to have on a ministerial uh, uh, website, you're going to want to have uh, messages, right? Sermons, or or like you said, sermon clips, excerpts, pieces like that. Again, because some of us are, are looking at congregational ministry, but some of us are also looking in other kinds of community ministry, where again, having a website, and we're going to be public speaking no matter what, whether it's in the form of a sermon or a speech or whatever. So we're going to, you're going to want to have some, some of that content where, um, like you said, you're vibrant, you're coming alive, how do you interact? Uh, which is mm-hmm. interesting too, right? Not It doesn't necessarily even just have to be like a clip of you live doing something, but because ministry also now takes place in these squares, <laughs> in mm-hmm. these little squares of, of virtual uh, reality, uh, how do we engage when we're in a Zoom conference or when we're in a, you know, a video conference too? And it, I'm also hearing uh, when you have your social media presence, and we could even do a whole other episode on social media presence, uh, but whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I would imagine then having links on your website to the, to your minister uh, accounts for those is going to be another another element of content for a, a website that you would want to have. Right. And, and some people would say, well, you know, a website seems onerous, or it seems like it's too much. It seems yeah. like it's too hard. But A website can be fairly basic because a website can be just a place that you give a search committee or you give to people who you want them to know who you are. Mm -hmm. And from there, it's a jumping off point. It can be a jumping off point to your Mm -hmm. Facebook presence. It could be a jumping off point to a YouTube channel where you have some of these videos up there. Mm -hmm. It could be a jumping off point to, um, you know, to uh, whatever, whatever you're trying to, to, to give people. Mm-hmm. And 
more and more people don't want to spend, you know, an hour looking at stuff. They're, you know, I, I, I read a really great book once and good or bad, Malcolm Gladwell wrote this book, Blink. And, and, you know, people will make a decision about something within a few minutes of looking at something. Mm -hmm. And so if your presence comes off as a way that doesn't connect with the people who are looking at it, Mm -hmm. they're going to put you kind of at the bottom of the list. So you kind of, you've got to make sure that your presence, and you know, we always talk about the shiny minister. You know, you don't want to be so shiny that they're going to say, "Oh no, there's something kind of like we want to make sure that's not that person." But right. at the same time, you do want to be shiny enough that people will want to delve further into that website or delve sure. further into those links that go to some of those places that are going to be, you know, of importance. Um, yeah. Keep. Keith Cron and I, you know, we've been talking and, and a lot of people talk about the, the, um, you know, what, what do people need for transitions, you know, for their, for their presence. And, you know, a lot of people, they just want to see somebody's sermon. They want to see mm. them, you know, you know, and, and, and with the internet, you know, you don't even have to go for a pre-interview, you can just have that right there. They can look at it, they can see it, and then they can see, oh yeah, we want this person to come for, you know, candidating week. And, right. you know, if they're doing parish ministry or we want this person to come and speak to us um, right. for, you know, I mean, because there's always speaking opportunities and there's always opportunities to help congregations and transitions, That's right. you know, during that time. and. You know, that presence is just important all the time. You yeah. can also do things like a blog. Of, mm-hmm. You can do a vlog. You can do a vlog where you're doing a video log. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can do uh, like this. You can put podcasts up there. Yep. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. So websites, even though some people think a, a website is kind of an older fashioned presence. Right. It, think of it as sort of your your house, your platform, you have to live somewhere. Whether you live in a camper van or you live in an apartment or a house, you have to live somewhere so that then you can go out from those places Mm -hmm. to other places. In some ways, like the the website at this point, because it is not the end-all be-all like it was, you know, seven years ago, even five years ago, it is, it's your, like you said, it's your launching pad. It's, it's the, it's the container and it's the touch point, right? So it, it's kind of the, the, the collection, what, like you said, whether mm-hmm. it's YouTube, whether it's maybe uh, Instagram or whatever, or TikTok, uh, the ease, the, the landing place where people can find all those other ways to get to know you as a minister can be this website, mm-hmm. which can be the, the content can be fairly simple. If you've got those links, if you've got other ways to connect, sounds like. And, right. And you do have to have the words in there because mm-hmm. you have to say, you know, okay, I did a, I did a, um, I did one unit of CPE, you know, at this hospital or, sure. you sure. know, or in this, in this environment whatever sure. and you know you want people to at least be able to see the the you know and read certain things and um but sure. i think that yeah 
like bio, like like you know some a, a, a short bio uh some experience you know some of the experiences that you've had probably you know things that you've done your not necessarily your resume exactly but you know ba- basic information um i'm also thinking about this website not just necessarily about getting your first job but you know even going on uh i know I, like i do a lot of pulpit supplies so you know the folks that are looking for pulpit supply oh well we, would we want to invite this person in what experience do they have ah oh they got a website that gives some excerpts here interesting right like um right and and that's the other thing is is that you know like these like you know we could go into like a whole 20 minutes or 30 minutes about building a website you know the mechanics behind it but there's so many easy ways to do websites now um people people struggled when they first came out, like with the Wix, Wix.com or Weebly, yeah. uh, or even WordPress.com, now they're so much easier. There's a lot of drag and drop, you know, oh, that's there's good a lot know. of templates out there. And so, and so you can make your presence pretty quickly and easily if you want your own domain name where it says www.lynnberez.com. You right. can even do that. Um, you and and you don't have to spend a ton of money in the the website project, which which I did for the UUA, which is sunsetting now, um, was was kind of like a, a go between during these last six or seven years, so mm. that people who had trouble with those sites could actually come and have like basically like the template. You know, right. we had the folder, we had the place markers for all the places of the things that you'd put on there and then you could kind of play around with it and do your own thing now we're telling people now go out use these other tools right they've matured they're much easier they're a lot of the times they're free if you don't mind the ads on the pages i recommend paying a few dollars a month don't get rid of the ads maybe even pay a few dollars a year and have your own domain name on there but those things, uh, you know, I'll give you some links and you can attach those to the podcast if Excellent. you want to. Um, that, you know, that's really about all there is to it. And, that's great. You know, and people, people come to me and, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not paid to do any of this. You know, I've, I give back the money that the UUA gives me because I enjoy doing it. People come to me and say, can you help me? I, I only help to a certain extent. I'll get sure. you started. You know, but then from there, you you know, it's really up to you to do your own thing. And so let's and we will let's I want to bookmark that conversation around some of the technical stuff around this, because I think that would be a great uh, that'd be a great episode to do. And so I do want to have that conversation and we'll we'll schedule that to be able to do it. I think what you just said right there is also a great way. And maybe we can even wrap up on this, too, that that getting it started is one thing, but then it's also something to to keep kind of paying attention to it. Uh, uh, and because I, I think again, at, at one point, a website was maybe almost a little more like, well, you know, I did that, but then I, I don't really go back to it because I have the job that I want or I'm, I'm already doing it. And so to keep it up wasn't necessarily something or it felt too onerous because like you said, it used to be way more complicated. I mean, I remember trying mm-hmm. to work on websites for a nonprofit that I was running, um, you know, 10 years ago and, and you know, I'm fairly tech savvy and I would get lost and I never learned all that stuff. So I'm excited about these new, uh, much more user-friendly pieces. But the idea of keeping up with things now, again, because you can link to some of these other sites that people may be on, right? That's another way to keep things dynamic. And uh, it's an exciting time. 
And, and, and that's a real important word, dynamic. Mm. If we want, if you're going to even have a site, you have to make it dynamic. Mm -hmm. So you have to continually update it and add content. Think about it. Billboards 10 years ago, they were static. You know, <laughs> yeah. you drive by it 30 days, you'd see the same thing and you'd kind of go, okay, I got it. You know, <laughs> now you go buy a billboard and what is it? It's dynamic. So mm -hmm. you get, you know, they can have two or three or four or five different pieces of content that are shifting. So you're yeah. driving down the freeway and you see this and then two, you know, 20 seconds later, you see this next ad, you know, those things you everybody's shifting. Everybody knows that people want things in small bites and they don't want to see the same thing for 30 days. Yeah. Well, so the, the takeaways here, as we, as we kind of wrap up this first overview of considering ministers and their websites, uh, I'm hearing and and pick, grab another one if i if i've if i've dropped one right dynamic i'm going to start with the one you just said that a, a web presence needs to be dynamic it needs to be able to to be connected and the purpose of it is to help people get to know you and to to be able to really launch um launch maybe is a, a bigger word but to to be able to have like for me as a minister to be able to to express uh in this in this computer format and the internet format, right, kind of using that uh, language, how, who I am as a minister, the kind of work that I do, the kinds of ways I engage, uh, pieces about me from, from and a, a launching platform, that's another point, right, that the website is not the, the end-all be-all in and of itself, but it can also be a launch into these other, uh, into these other realms and formats so that there's a lot of ways to make uh, content dynamic because most of us are engaging in a lot of other of those places already but where is it all kind of where is it all tied together and that website can be the place where it's tied together another takeaway for me in this conversation is that the the putting together a website and maintaining it is easier now than it ever has been you don't have to no code you don't have to be uh have a tech background or even love it the drag and drop stuff is is there and easy to do and that you've got some websites you're going to talk about or that you're going to going to send around that what else did i what else did i miss for some some pull away points from this um don't forget that you know it's not just the website youtube videos yeah. um facebook presence um, so, you know, like you said, maybe there's a whole thing around social media and what yeah. we do with that. Um, but yeah, and, 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 and just go out there and, you know, people, people who get into this, you know, they already know that there's something inside of them that can help them that, that they know that they can help others mm -hmm. because they know that they have that inside of themselves and so becoming a minister is, you know, is about the presence of ministry and a website is just basically that's your ministerial presence. And so how are you, how are you bringing what's inside yourself out? You know, that's really what it boils down to. Well, there's no better way to wrap up this episode than, ha than that. That is beautifully said. Uh, your website is is another expression of who you are as a minister, your ministerial presence. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being with me today, Chaplain Lynn. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll look forward to and, and excited about our next engagement. Great. Thank you very much for uh, having me today. Appreciate it, Julie.
thank you for listening. Many Windows Conversations on Ministry is a production of Meadville Lombard Theological School. Theme music is Destination by Justhea. This episode is produced by Julie Taylor, and as always, a special thank you to Tomo Hilton.